You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. It's Kapow, the pop culture podcast, and we're back with more. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Hope you had a chance to listen to our last episode, that uh, summer movie prediction, where we uh, tried to guess what the big box office was going to be. It's already, I think we're all tied for first, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already feel like I just blew it because yeah. there's been a lot of buzz about Indiana Jones today and I, I'm about it. It may, it may not be a, a, <laughs> a huge hit. No, I'm like, <laughs> Whatever, I had a, I did have a blast while, uh, recording that, so I've yeah, been wanting went, to do that. Went to see Guardians, and it had the trailer for Flash, yeah. which I hadn't watched that second trailer, and then the trailer for Elemental, which I ranked above the Flash. I was like, oh, this is not a great trailer. <laughs> uh, here comes the Flash with an amazing trailer. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you'll be can't, well. We'll all overanalyze our lists yeah. all summer. Yeah. God, screw it up! <laughs> so we're going to talk even more movies this episode. <clears throat> we have, we're going to start with a question, though, I thought, right? Oh, yeah. I, let's see. A little getting to know you. Is that what it's called? Yes. Um. Yeah, you know me is what it's called. Oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you play, it's, play, play the song done, or something. Back me up. Yeah, we haven't done this one for a while. Yeah, this is our first day. Um, you down with KPP? Yeah, you know me. What the hell is wrong with you people? You know me. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I hate so much about the things that you choose to be why are you the way that you are guys what college course or presentation like one class one like good good you know couple hour presentation could you competently teach if given a month to prepare you know and give you a little time uh what do you think you could do what do you think you could someone could say that guy's an expert on this <laughs> uh yeah i mean you know It'd have to be theme park related, right? <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> like how to how to fast pass with Professor yeah. Cliff. Right. Yes. <laughs> theme I park mean, strategy. But, yeah. <laughs> theme park strategy. I think that's a good name for yeah, it. That, one that's good. That's good. That class I'll, would be full. There, yeah, there'd be a wait list for that class. Oh, the what? Yeah. Another th- fun thing would be, um, would be like a do like a history class of like uh disney related but so you could do i could do like the 64 65 world's fair 
Oh, okay. And, you know, in New York and the whole, the significance of that, um, on, on theme parks, you know, what, you know <laughs> yeah. that's where we got small world and yeah. uh, the predecessor to the people mover and, uh, carousel progress, you know, all, right. all those great things that are still around today. So, yeah, uh, I, I thought about it. I mean, I think I came down to if I just had a month to gather my thoughts, I, I feel like I could give a pretty good expert Captain America class, like uh, just going over the years of the character, Steve Rogers in particular, but go, go through that all in the evolution of the character through all the writers and artists and, you know, just how he went from, you know, he changed over time, how, you know, all the different things that have happened to the character and, you know, going being the man out of time and, you know, how the, you know, like Engelhart demilitarized him and he became this, you know, more about the dream than about the, you know, being a, a poster boy, just, Everything go through the whole thing, Grunwald and Brubaker and everybody in between. Just go through the character. I I could fill. I'm sure I could fill hours with that. <laughs> hmm. I would mostly it'd be a lot of wet Zex up on the screen. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this here is a wet Mike Zek cover. <laughs> what do you think about that, Professor Poobah? Why is the syllabus full of wet Zex? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's that's pretty much how it would be. Send them to the bookstore, and it's just omnibuses. They got to buy omnibuses from yeah. college books. To- yeah, that's exactly. Well, that's what they, they. It's probably cheaper than the college <laughs> text. I was thinking along the same lines of like U.S. history through pop culture, like specifically comics would be my expertise of like right the way comics have influence you know how how american history and politics have influenced you know the the 50s and the cold war up through vietnam 9-11 like how all this stuff is reflected our pop culture reflects reality back at us i yeah but that's that seems like very broad that seems like too big of a topic for one semester so i don't know hmm i don't know something like that creative writing classes i'm sure like we did the we had the oval group the ohio valley artist league we'd get together and have meetings all these comic creators locally and i would like put together lesson plans on like story structure oh okay. how, how how you know the three three act structure and how to tell a story and that kind of stuff so i've, I've done a little bit of that not not for any uh academic purposes just for us <laughs> just for us just, just for fun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, shit. yeah, I heard they quickly disbanded after they had to come get, take class. <laughs> they, they heard there was a test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder why that didn't blow up in popularity. <laughs> I figured we knew something mm. about something. <laughs> okay, no, uh, I, we're going to do another short question. This, oh, is a, this is real simple. This is a, just a palate cleanser here. What's your favorite candy bar? Mm. Mm. favorite 
candy bar. If they had it, when you go in the gas station, you're in a hurry. You got to get a snack. You're like, I don't have time. I got to get something in my stomach. You run in there. You're feeling a candy bar and you grab yourself a pop or whatever. And you head over there. Mm. If they've got it, if they could, if they have anything you want, what's, what are you grabbing? I usually head for the Reese's family. I like the uh, Reese's peanut butter cup, if that counts. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's normally what I uh, what I pick up, only because that's my wife's favorite, and we can split it. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured I, I figured you guys were more of a one of you had the peanut butter and one of you had the chocolate. And occasionally, you ran into each other. Yeah, <laughs> I. <laughs> uh, you know, I really like a. a a Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Kit Kats are good. Yeah, I like good. Twix, but but Kit Kats really good. Um, there's actually Got the wafer, one. the nice, the nice yes. wafer, a little snap of the wafer. And and you know, if I want to get fancy, I'll mm-hmm. get the uh, the mint Kit Kat bar. Mint Kit Kat. Yeah, what I see the chocolate. other day, they have uh, came out with churro. Mm-hmm. I I saw that too because I even made a made a comment to Carly because she loves churros mm-hmm. and I was like oh my gosh if this is good could be a game changer. I was always I'm I'm I still I mean I I've always thought Reese's is the best candy bar but I I you know whatever candy bar thing but it's it's that's just that's an American classic but. I my new favorite candy bar. If I'm going in and they have this, I'm buying it. That's what I'm getting. King size. I think it's the only size that comes in. Is a king size. I didn't even know it existed until this year, but I always thought a payday was fine. But now they have chocolate covered payday, and it's hmm. unbelievable. <laughs> I love it. It's hmm. my new favorite candy bar. That's my go-to. It's filling and it is delicious. That's Kind of Snickersy with the peanuts and chocolate. Yeah, it's yeah, it's better. That's better. It's it's. Um, I mean, I like a Snickers too, so it is right up my flavor profile alley there. But, but if you're looking for it, it's you know, Payday is always in that white wrapper. This is Mm -hmm. uh, a brown wrapper with the orange writing there, and it's good. Stop saying mouthfeel. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. It is good. So, uh, well, there you have it. You know us. Now you know what, what to get us. If you're on the way to our houses. If you're heading up to Castle Poobah, grab a giant size chocolate covered payday. Just throw it in the yard. Just toss it as you drive yeah, by. Like everybody else, they just throw shit in my yard. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> I had a couple news tidbits. Uh, relate to the movie, so I'll throw mm. those out there real quick. That was a movie snack so, thing right there. Sorry. Yeah, movie mm. snack. See, I worked it in there. What the sneak into the movies because you're paying $15 for a ticket. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's... Uh, just <laughs> learned Disney is removing more than 50 original shows from Disney Plus and Hulu. Watch them now, folks. Yeah, the way Warner's mm-hmm. did with HBO, got rid of Westworld and a whole bunch of stuff from the streaming platform and licensed it to these third party, you know, yeah. free streamers to make an extra nickel. Well, that was evil Warner brothers. Well, guess what? Now Disney's doing it as well. So 
none of their marquee shows, but uh, like Willow, Why the Last Man, The World According to Jeff Goldblum, Cheaper by the Dozen, Mighty Ducks, Turner and Hooch, Just Beyond the R.L. Stein anthology series. So, you know, not just the junk, there's some known <laughs> properties there, and they're just not going to be on Disney or Hulu anymore. So they haven't announced what they're doing with them whether it was just to cut a couple dollars of residuals or they're going to try to stream them somewhere else, who knows, but everybody's, everybody's cutting the corners nowadays. Yeah. Well, we know now that um, they're also working on a combined Disney plus slash Hulu app. Um, that's going to be separate from, from, you know, the idea is, I guess, to if you have both of those you can have the just one app and yeah i i, I have seems no like, use for that seems like nothing i want yeah i have both no. of those and i like them separate i i'm just fine with how they are right now <laughs> if you could get twice the content for one price that's cool but something tells me that's not how it's gonna work right no no seems no. silly but most of the decisions <laughs> these guys make are silly and we also learned, speaking of silly decisions, this was this broke right after we recorded our last episode, but I just wanted to mention it. Netflix ending their DVD by mail service. Mm. In case yeah, I wondered know. if that affected you. Were you still doing that? <laughs> nah, I just did it for that one month. But yeah, after 25 years, the final DVD ships on September 29th. So this was the revolutionary idea, the game changer that put video stores out of business, that you can get DVDs in the mail. And there's iconic red envelopes, no late fees, keep whatever oh, you, you yeah. know, for however long you wanted to order, you know, way better selection than any video store could provide. And uh, they, they kind of pioneered that subscription model. And then what they used these algorithms they created to help recommendations to help you find, you know, what should I rent next? That, that stuff is what led to this streaming revolution as well. The, the advancements they put in there trying to get recommendations for the DVDs helped, you know, I'm sure all that technology just, you know, yeah. they, 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 they worked into the, the whole streaming business as well. That see, feels like a lifetime ago. It does indeed. <laughs> and it's not. I mean, it, when you, I remember, I mean, I guess, but it, it wasn't 15 years ago. I remember getting those. I know I watched Breaking Bad on this. say that was right around the time t they started putting TV shows on DVDs and yeah. then you know, written a, 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 you know, one of those, a disc at a time. You know, yeah. So that was, that was probably around. 2011 or so when i was catching up on that that show and definitely just getting discs in the mail mm -hmm. ceo ted sarando says quote we feel so privileged to have been able to share movie nights with our dvd members for so long to everyone who ever added a dvd to their queue or waited by the mailbox for a red envelope to arrive thank you so oh, yeah, yeah i mean there are people who don't have internet still there are people who live way out or there are people who like weird, old, obscure movies that aren't streaming anywhere. So, I mean, that people are still using this service. I'm sure it's a tiny fraction of what it once was. 
But like when I was doing that 100 essential movies list, I got right. down to that last month and there were just there were there were six or eight movies that were nowhere else. So I signed up for a month of the DVDs by mail, got all of them with no problem. So that's my question. Like what happened? They, they have a library of over 100,000 titles. Probably the biggest <laughs> collection archive of film history. What, what now that what happens is it does it just get trashed does it get off throw it in the landfill there's uh, a spot yeah, right next to et's video game <laughs> there, there's no way that they're gonna let that benefit anyone yeah. they're gonna throw them away so that's just gone that the access to historical you know films that you know you're not gonna find elsewhere so yeah, we can laugh, ha ha, it's outdated technology, but I mean, there it still has some artistic value. I think. Yeah, well, you just said uh, Disney and these places are taking all this stuff off. It's not there. People that are going to all this digital stuff and like, I don't need anything anymore because it's all, all just available digitally. It is not. So <laughs> if you really want to be able to watch something, you better have the physical media to do it. And one more Netflix note. Uh, again, this was old news, but they they announced the the official end to password sharing for the like the fifth time. That it was uh, it had already tested this paid sharing model in Canada, New Zealand, Spain, and Portugal in February, where the primary user has the option to add two more people outside of their homes to the plan for an additional fee. So that was supposed to come to the U.S. in the second quarter. They announced about a month ago. And then this week they announced uh, they're delaying that crackdown in the U.S. Uh, to, to quote, give it time to learn which approach was best for members and its business. So they're saying it's coming in the second half of the year. So it was going to be the second quarter of the year, not the second half of the year. Uh, I think they're getting some numbers back or some preliminary <laughs> feedback yeah. to what's going on. And it just, they're probably uh, not... Not the reaction they were hoping for. <laughs> Although when we first talked about this, all the complaints I had, like I was saying, they don't even know how people stream of like, you know, college kids using their parents account on a college campus somewhere yeah. or, uh, you know, divorced parents having two different accounts or like they seem to have fixed all that with this idea. It's still like you have to pay extra, but they fix all the things I complained about the first time they seem to have addressed like giving the code to sign in if you're going from work or whatever. So like, again, I don't think it's ideal, but it's not as bad as when they first announced it. Cause I can see, okay. Oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't steal passwords. That's bad. What's the best way to do this? Well, you should have done this from the beginning if this was so important to you then, but exactly. You let people get used to it. Yeah. That's why yeah. they were justifying the price they were paying. Now you're like, nah, not good enough. I don't know. Hmm. Do you guys still have DVD players, like or Blu-ray players? Like, I just have PlayStation's. Hmm. Yes, I, 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 if I ever get around to buying a big honking TV like I want, I'm gonna get uh, just a nice blue, you know, H, you know, good 4K player, some really great player because even these. New, I have a PlayStation 5. It plays them fine, looks great, but it's not mm -hmm. meant for it. Yeah. It's got it, but it's not a dedicated thing that is going to be, look the best. 
Yeah. It, it's just, I, I, I mean, I, I have a couple, I don't know that I have the remotes to them, but like we have a couple here that I don't think we've, they're not hooked up. Yeah. I haven't used one like that for years. I've yeah. always I used like PlayStation. Knowing I have all these, this stuff, I have all these DVDs. Like, no, I'm not going to yeah. go get it out of the closet and no. plug it in and play it. No. But it's like, no I, own, I, I feel safer. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I do. I do watch. I do pull out. I've got a bunch of movies. I do pull them out and watch them on my PlayStation. Yeah. My DVD player is a PlayStation 2, and I had the, the plug it in the little. It doesn't little, do that. Does it? Does it play? Yeah, a, yeah. I'll play a DVD. DVD. Not a blue DVD. Blu- no. Yeah. And I have a PlayStation Three. That's my Blu-ray player. <laughs> but the two, I, I had a little somewhere. The little PlayStation remote you had to plug in, and then it stopped working at some point. I'm like, oh, maybe I should get a new one. Well, on eBay, they're like fifty dollars because it's completely outdated technology. Mm. So like, I have to get the controller out. Yeah. Triangle, yeah. triangle. Like it's like, all right, that's why I don't watch DVDs because it's too yeah. much of an asshole. Yeah. That's so funny. VCR. I, still, I just, still got. I was just going to say. I still have a VCR around. Oh, something. I haven't had one in over a decade. I, I have it because I have some tapes that that I know that's the only way I'd be able to watch yeah. them. So I kept a VCR. Oh, I still have some VCR tapes, but I think when the last player we had broke many many years ago, we just were like, yeah, we're not. I'm not buying another. Are you gonna VCR. watch Temple of Doom? I was gonna say. How, how I do you watch? <laughs> yeah this is such a, a functional part of life that that vcr was for you know gr- when we grew up and you know, i've just got a couple tape, your, couple tapes that have like nick really young and yeah. i want to be able to play them if i want to see him that's what i was laughing my my nephew my oldest nephew graduates next weekend and i'm thinking of what to get him as a gift and i'm thinking back to my freshman you know, what did i need as a freshman Oh, I needed a long distance phone card. I had a I had a crate of VHS <laughs> tapes that I took with me. Uh, a, a, a desktop computer that weighed about six hundred pounds. Uh-huh. Number two pencils. It's like what? What yeah. in the world? Like life has changed. If so you gave much. that, if you gave that emergency pack to him, he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, this is the first thing I take off if I fall in the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. Oh yeah, good. you know us even more. Okay, See, more about what movies. movies have we gotten to in the last couple of weeks? Oh my gosh! Save Martha, puny god. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I'm Batman. Kneel before Zod. Under roof. Said it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. So what's it gonna be, huh? Long, sullen silence, or mean comment? Go on. You got me in a box here. <laughs> oh, I watched a couple things. Let's see. Uh, I watch Nick and I watched the other day that '65 movie with uh, Adam Driver. Um, Looked fun. Yeah, I we always saw it in the theater, and then we just didn't end up doing it. But it's um, it's Adam Driver and Ariana Greenblatt. Do you guys know this girl? I, I recognize the name, but I I don't think I'd ever seen her. She's been in, she's been in, she. I guess she was in Infinity War as somebody. She's going to mm-hmm. be in Barbie. 
she was in Scoob. <laughs> I don't know. She's a child actress that's now she's like 15 or 16. Anyway, somehow they tried to pretend she was nine in this. I don't get it. But um, it was extremely fine. I, I liked it kind of. This is the one where he's like from some other planet lands on Earth at the time that the dinosaurs are about to go extinct. So he's like fighting a bunch of dinosaurs and trying to get off of Earth. And it was, I mean, it just had so much potential. It really kind of perturbed me. But uh, I really didn't like his shirt. He had such a Star Wars shirt or like Hot Topic shirt. I don't know. His shirt just was just like a, a gray shirt. It was like Star Wars guy shirt. You know, he had like a gray shirt with like tape on it or something like things it's like having those little th- pins in your pocket holder like they do you know it's just like i don't know it's just so generic but there were some good things to it it was interesting it had some neat effects here and there i really like adam driver so that was he made it pleasant to watch um but i, I think I, I put in my review on letterbox that uh, at one point he's telling his daughter to uh teaching her how to like whistle with her hands cupped in her mouth. And he goes, don't blow so hard. And that's what I want to tell this movie. Don't blow so hard. 65. <laughs> <laughs> you could be better than this. <laughs> I think, uh, uh, Jordan, you and I both watched air. 1984 has been a tough year. Our sales are down. Our growth is down. Sonny, I brought you in here to grow the basketball business. People don't know what the hell a Nike is. What's a Converse? NBA All-Star shoe. There's nothing cool about Nike. You would have to have a pretty compelling pitch. I can tell them the one thing the other companies can't compete with. Our basketball division is terrible. I do not love it. This is where you come up with a brilliant idea that no one else can see. Let's hear it. I got it. I found him. Who's that? Jesus? Can't afford it. I'm willing to bet my career on one guy. My name's Sonny Vaccaro. I'm with Nike. Do you typically make it a habit of showing up at people's front doors unannounced? I don't like to take no for an answer. Oh, man. Here we go. You ask me what I do here. This is what I do. I find you players, and I feel it this time. Okay, it's risky. When you were selling sneakers out of the back of your Plymouth, that was risky. Don't change that now. For a rookie? Yes. Who's never set foot on an NBA court. That's the literal definition of rookie. Yeah. What's the plan? We build a shoe line around just him. I need the greatest basketball shoe that's ever been made. Who's the player? Michael Jordan. Your motor the ducky drummer. Yeah, this Nike. is the the uh uh Ben Affleck and Matt Damon thing about uh Air Jordans about trying to the Nike try about that poor little billion dollar company Nike. This was the true underdog <laughs> tale of one of the biggest shoe companies in the world becoming the biggest shoe company in the world. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was really upset. Hat Damon had no hat on. I waited the whole movie for him to put a hat on, a Nike hat, and it didn't. 
<laughs> that would have been amazing. That would have taken up a, ha- a, a half a star for me. Uh, now, this movie was, we talk about all the time, that 80s nostalgia. It literally began with Money for Nothing by Dyer which was, Straits. Which I got to tell you, was perfect. As much as I was like, it's going to throw all this garbage I, in my face. That I was the perfect song. MTV uh, and a montage of literally just listing 80s things. Right. It was showing Rubik's Cubes and Jazzercise <laughs> dancing and like big hair and Jordache and sunglasses. Like it was just literally a montage yep. of this is the 80s. <laughs> and we don't know if you know this, but this is when this happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But I didn't think that the it was an interesting was story. I think that's that's you know that idea of you know celebrity and you know influencers that we have now. You know, this was back in the day. I'll just pay a guy to wear our shoes, and that's some good advertising. But this completely changed the game. And the uh, I thought Viola Davis was great. She is normally super intense and everything, and she was a little more. Laid back in it, she yeah, was not laid yeah. back, but a little more subtle in this. this wasn't one. she didn't go full woman king, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess she, uh, Affleck went to Michael Jordan and said he wasn't gonna even gonna make the movie unless he got his blessing to make it. And he said, Okay, all, all I want is you to cast Viola Davis as my mom. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll try my best, <laughs> and they pulled it off so. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really liked it. I, I thought there's some rousing speeches here and there, and you know, good monologues by Matt Damon, which is what you want. Matt Damon doing his Matt Damon monologue, you know, could use the hat. But uh, I, I thought uh, it was again. It was just Ben Affleck con- constantly Jordached out basically through the whole movie, uh, and. I don't know. It was just clumsy here and there. There was a, it, it just could, I feel like it could have been a little sharper, but it's perfectly pleasant. So I would absolutely recommend watching it. You're going to, you're going to have a good time watching it, but uh, yeah, it didn't like, blow, blow me away. There is tension there. Like, Oh, I got to get the agent on the phone. I got to agree to this contract. And it's like, it's, it's a sports movie in that way of like, you know, there's these montages and there's drama and all this stuff, but it just doesn't, I can't quite ever get Yeah. Uh, the stock prices are yeah. going to go way up. Right. Hooray. Like I can't right. hear for that. Yeah. Could have used more <laughs> of like, I don't know. I feel like maybe his family didn't have any super big strife going on that they could have used that could have used more of the other side side. And, and they chose to do the, I mean, I know Michael Jordan's iconic and who are you going to cast as him? It's going to be distracting, but they just didn't show his face. They, they used some actor and he didn't say anything. He just was, it was just, he was there. He was in the meetings, but they never put the camera on him. They never asked him anything. It was like, it it kind of i mean i i get that i don't fault it except i feel like they made it look like he didn't have any choice in this matter like he just went along with whatever and it was just awkward would be the way i would describe it, it was just like i felt like he would be a little more in, involved in it <sighs> i did like it though 
Yeah, that was fine. Hmm. Currently streaming on Prime. Yes. Take it away from me. (laughs) 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 Well, we have to put that in every time now. Rip it apart. And and it is just one of the endless stream nows of movies that are about products. I, I watched Tetris a few weeks ago. Uh, we got flaming hot cheetos coming up, and Blackberry is actually getting a lot of buzz. Like it's supposed to be better than air, so I'm looking forward yeah, to it. I want to see that one. Hmm. It's it's actually at the mall right now. I was surprised, really? but anyway, do you watch anything else? Not really. I watched I that. Watch. Oh, sorry. I, I was I watched that. A man called Otto. Is it on Netflix? I think it hit Netflix. Mm. Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. It's a remake of the movie of the same name from a few years ago. Oh, well, maybe it might have been, it might have had a different name. I can't remember, but it's a foreign movie that was a big hit about this grumpy old guy. So it's Tom Hanks being a grumpy old guy. Kind of pulls at your heartstrings. Totally fine. Six out of 10. If you like Tom Hanks. Is that the? Uh, that's the review. That's the official letterbox. That's what I got. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I, I was going to say I watched uh, on HBO Max. There's a new DC animated movie out, Legion of Superheroes. Just watched it the other night. Uh. Legion Academy. If you want it, you could train here. Think of them as the future's Justice League. It is so great to meet you. I'm Monel. This is the rest of the Academy trainees. We are the front lines, administering justice and preventing war. Your cousin is a problem. She's failed to control her powers. Brainiac? I am not going to let you hurt anyone else. With her abilities, that makes her a threat. I don't like what you're implying. We still have no idea where the rest of the Legion is. I've seen the Dark Circle. Come on, we don't have very much time. It's up to us. So let's go be heroes. Yeah, um... It's... it's okay. Uh, this one features Supergirl and her time in the future with the, uh, learning how to be a hero with, uh... The, the legionnaires um i had an issue with the animation was terrible i just did not like it, it was it looked cheap and it it just looked very stock like somebody almost made it on their phone um did nothing for me like the the costume designs weren't so much t- the worst part of it but i just did not like the animation at all it was very very cheap um is the best word i know and and to you know kind of test my my opinion on it i messaged michael about it and uh he immediately said the same thing before i mentioned it that uh he he thought the some of the designs were actually bad and uh he did not like this a piping issue it was not a piping issue. Um, not for me, at least. Um, 
And then, and then after Don't speak I thought, for him, Don't speak no, <laughs> nobody could. Uh, after that, I, uh, I thought, well, I'm going to really see. And I, and so I texted Cooper and, uh, I said, Hey, I watched that new Legion. Uh, cause he had mentioned it. And before I'd watched it and I said, Hey, I watched that new movie. And, um, he said, yeah, it was okay. All right. Um, the story was pretty good, but he did not like the, the, the look of it. And I thought, well, okay, we're three for three here. So that was my big takeaway. Um, the story was fine. It was a little, felt kind of like a ripoff of, uh, of a justice league cartoon from the early 2000 storyline, um, they had done years before, but, um, yeah, so HBO Max before they uh, pull it, I guess. Well, speaking of Michael, you, you also saw Mario, right? <laughs> Get your mustache right. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Ooh, fresh meat for the grinder. Pay him no heed. He is cute, but he is. There's got to be a way out of here. There's no escape. The only hope is the sweet relief of death. Whoa! Oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> My army! Koopas! Koopas! Whatever those things are! Aww. We will destroy the Mushroom Kingdom! Bowser is coming. I'm not afraid. I'll do anything for my brother. We're going to save him. Yes! <laughs> you asked for it! This is fun! Here we go! Attack! Let's end this. Oh, indeed. Indeed. I was so disappointed. There were no mustache rides. Um, was the look of that one. Yeah, it was fine. I I mean, boy, man, when we went to see it, um, because we saw it after a volleyball tournament, we were up in uh, around Wheeling in Triadelphia, West Virginia. They have a really nice theater up there. And I was like, heck yeah, let's we had time before we go home. We're going to go see this movie. Carly wanted to see it. And I, I mean, it had some hype on, I really thought everybody was raving about it at this point. And I thought, man, this thing must be really great. And I liked it. It just, you know, I don't know. It doesn't do anything anything fancy. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't, didn't, uh, did not take any chances. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, I mean, Jack, Jack Black was great in it. Um, playing uh playing bowser and uh yeah we my daughter immediately found that music video online and shared with me but yeah i mean i I like charlie day i thought his luigi was pretty good you know the i don't know carly really liked it i guess maybe i'm not the demographic for it or i'm you know yeah the kids love my my nephews left their butts off when we watched it and that's that that did 
that made it work for me. Yeah. But I th- I thought it was cool. It had, you know, most of the characters you want to see in it, though. We sat all the way through it um, to get the, the extra credit scene or whatever. And then I was just like, that was it. Um, <laughs> didn't do anything for me, but but yeah, I like the movie. I don't know. Uh, Jordan, did you see Mario at all? No, I didn't. Know. Okay. So, yeah, we um, I will say uh, that the the theater up there. Um, it's on uh, right down the road from the Highland Sports Complex and Cabela's and all that. It's a newer uh, shopping center area. And that theater was really nice, um, really clean, well lit. Um, even when they shut the lights off, the, the way they used uh, some of the lighting was was kind of neat. Um, it wasn't distracting, but it was uh, very visible, um, which was, you know, from where we were sitting. And had the uh the uh, stadium cd in it so that was that was good that was a good experience for us cool i like to hear about people getting out there to the theater <laughs> well let's not bury the lead then oh wait wait wait, wait. i got one more i okay, want last night last night educate bury this lead quick i now i uh because i'm curious i assume you guys have seen this movie what you th- thought of it i uh i just like to try to get nick to watch movies you know as he's continuing movie education he likes to know what was the big movie when and things so we uh i had been listening to have you guys heard of the podcast you must remember this it's yeah we we've talked about it before okay well yeah very popular uh film history podcast basically hollywood history type thing mm-hmm. and uh uh well i've been i'm working my way through some stuff from months ago but the there there she was doing the erotic 80s and talking about just how you know sex and movies and things and how you know the culture at the time and all the behind the scenes stuff that was going on all through the 80s she went year by year and got up to 87 and was talking about fatal attraction so Nick and I watched that yesterday. Uh, that's the Michael Douglas and Glenn Close movie where he cheats on his wife, Ann Archer, and um, it becomes a very deadly uh, problem. And uh, it was, and it, it holds up. Yeah. I was just curious. You guys seen Fatal Attraction? Yeah. I never have seen it all the way through. Oh, yeah. yeah i mean it's been i it's saw prime right now i think saw it um, when it was you know fairly new yeah um yeah. so it's been a long time but yeah, yeah I, I remember it was a good movie it has an um, aesthetic let me tell you it's white uh, yeah. wa- white walls water and glass there's lots of <laughs> white walls water and glass and blood lots of blood yeah uh but they, they just do i that was the first movie that i mean michael douglas was you know, of course, Kirk Douglas, somebody, he wasn't much until uh, he was a, a got his biggest blip there for Romancing the Stone. And then this fatal attraction made him the guy that does these movies, these thriller movies all through the 90s, mm-hmm. you know, Disclosure and The Game and all that stuff. Like, I loved him. He was my favorite guy to watch in the in the 90s. And so it's all started with this and. Like they didn't even want him to do it. De Palma didn't want him. Nobody wanted Glenn Close because they 
didn't think she was good looking enough for this and she fought for it and pulled it off. You know, she did a great job. It's, it's a good movie. Good thriller really exemplifies what was in the theaters in 87. This was a, one of the biggest movies of that year. I think everyone was nominated in it except Douglas. Like the, the, she was nominated. The, the movie was nominated. The, I know I just saw in some, it's like with the hundred scariest villains in movies. She was like number seven, that character hmm. on a, on a recent list. So Aren't it's a very any... iconic movie with, I, I, po- I always point out what the famous line is. Uh, uh, she, when she says, I will not be ignored. I was like, that's the line, Nick. That's the one you'll hear. <laughs> so aren't they doing a uh aren't they doing a remake of that a series or a it's movie a or series okay. on paramount plus right now mm. with jaw with uh pacey <laughs> oh okay. pacey and uh the girl from gosh she's been in a lot of stuff she was on party down she was on the misery thing she was on uh that i'm gonna look it up I always think of him. I don't think of him from Dawson's Creek because I didn't watch that. I th- always think of him from uh, Lizzie Cap. The, Lizzie Cap. Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, now yeah. you can get to it. I got it out of my system. That was the lead I was talking about. <laughs> Erotic thrillers. Ah, yes. That was a whole subplot. Remember in Love. Gus wanted to bring back the erotic thriller because they don't make them like that anymore. Yep. Anyway, I don't, I don't know how to transition. <laughs> Play a pop song, Cliff. Okay. <laughs> Here it is. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the trilogy concludes. And we all saw it, right? Yes. Yes. I saw it in 3D, apparently. Oh. That sounds annoying. (laughs) I would I would not have done it. I would not have done it if it wasn't for the fact there's only one theater of them all with a huge screen. And I Mm. like that theater, but First, they chose for this movie to basically only show it in 3D in there. Which which number is that? One. Please remember, it's Theater 1. Theater 2 is huge for seating, but has a little tiny screen. I think that's where I saw it was Theater 2. Yeah, it's tiny screen, big theater. They they have a... Anyway, they had it in 3D, and it was hardly noticeable. It was one of those after the fact type 3d thing so eh. money grab did not need it so this um we've talked many times we we ranked modern superhero movies and gardens of the galaxy one was the top of our list it was our favorite modern superhero movie and starting with like blade going back to like blade right Mm -hmm. late 90s till you know about five six years ago Two was as good or better 
<laughs> than, than one even was. So here it is, the 32nd film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, released exactly six years to the day after Volume 2. So Volume hmm. 2 came out Free Comic Day 2017. This one came out this year. The longest gap between any MCU film and its sequel. So I'm not Crazy. sure if that had anything to do with it. But I, I remember we started our Ant-Man discussion the same way, and this one is even more so the, the the very idea of a trilogy doesn't even really mean anything in this Marvel world because crucial parts of the story don't happen in this trilogy like you had to watch six other movies and a holiday special to know, to, to, to grasp it all so again that that idea of Star Wars trilogy, Indiana Jones trilogy, that thing we grew up on of like these three movies that just form this cohesive unit and really mean something to you, and you can argue over which one's better and which ones which ones your favorite. It just doesn't really apply to these Marvel movies, it seems. Uh, like at the end of Volume Two, everything was good. Gamora professes her love to Peter. They have the the funeral. Yondu is redeemed, and everybody's going off into space happy. And then when we start Volume Three. Peter's a mess. Gamora's dead, and like all that stuff happened in yeah. another movie. So much so, has happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in the, their headquarters are in nowhere, which I had forgotten they bought in the holiday special. So that's yeah. a crucial. Piece which of was the a plot. Ba- which you you basically needed to watch the holiday special. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. <laughs> so I'm not complaining. I'm going to watch all these things anyway. I like this cohesive universe. But it's just kind of changing that idea. What is a trilogy even if there are eight supplemental things in between them all? Yeah. That's very true. But, I mean, uh, I think this one feels more like a trilogy than than any, you know, Ant-Man or whatever. Um, I would say any of the other ones that might that might be considered you know that have three or four or three movies um as a cohesive unit like if you only watch these three yeah you're going to be lost at the beginning of of the third one but as a whole like the story it tells i i i feel like it's more intact i guess than than some of the other ones so and it's all gun even talking about the, the themes, you know, the first one's about the mother, the second's about the father, the third is about the self or the, the mm. child or whatever. So, like, yeah, there is that kind of thematic thing. And the through lines of, you know, I rewatched one, two, and Rocket, even in the first one, is talking about being a monster. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing made, you know, nothing in the universe like me. So, like, it was all set up there for, for these arcs. And, and luckily, they let James Gunn <laughs> do all three and, and, and pay all that stuff off eventually. Yeah, I watched two before I went and saw this, and then watched one after, which I definitely was a big payoff to see all that stuff. It's like, wow, they really laid the tracks early on on all this. So, yeah, it was it was something. I I it was I I posted when I went. That night, I was like, this better make me cry. You know, I, that's what I want. I want to go in here, and I know it's going to be, I don't know if somebody's going to die. I don't know what's going to happen, but but I expect it to be emotional. And, 
you know, I want to cry. And, and I did, <laughs> but just that like a moment that I felt was just more personal to me, like something that triggered something in me, but, uh, the, I, I don't know. I, it didn't quite live up, you know, it couldn't live up to what were the odds that all three movies are going to be perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, cause I, I, I rate both, you know, both those, the first and second are both nines out of 10 for me. Like just great. Uh, this doesn't quite get there, but I still really liked it. I, I liked all of what they were trying to do. There was just a, again, just sometimes it doesn't go smoothly. It just, the tempo's off or something. Well, I I, I may know what, what could have happened when you went to see it that made you feel that way. And it's because you did not go with my wife and daughter to see this movie (laughs) and walk home with a, with the guardians of the galaxy popcorn bucket cup with special gamora topper and some other little figure we got for just a cheap price of 35 dollars. would that have made me think it was worth it yes it would have changed your experience <laughs> merchandising <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's yeah. like it's hard to even remember like it's impossible to to think you know when you first saw Guardians one for the first time, like we can't even fathom that. That's a different. No, yeah, you, know, you see it on no. cable, like oh, there's that funny scene, or oh, I'm that's that's a good. Oh, he's dancing, ha ha. But like, this was such a, a monumental. I don't know, just game changer of a movie. And then my memory was, yeah, two two was good, but I didn't think it was as good as one because one was so groundbreaking and different and fresh mm-hmm. and exciting and then i rewatch it and i'm like what am i talking about two is every bit as good as one yeah it has all this good action scenes it's got kurt russell it's like <laughs> yeah so rewatching the first two i couldn't help but get so hyped like all right this is gonna pay it off we're two for two this is gonna do it and like i, I again i don't i can't explain why but like two-thirds of that movie i'm like this isn't doing it it's not doing it. Do better. Like I, I just, it wasn't working. I loved the third act. I loved the ending, the payoff, mm. all the emotional closure. It ended super well, but the, I don't know. It just took a long time getting there. And that all the weird, yes, the first two movies are weird, but this one had some real, you know, the Nathan Fillion character and the weird suits and all these little side trips they're taking. I just, it, it was not working for me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll, I'm sure I'll watch it again. Oh, I wish I ha- would have had but... time. I wish I would have had time to watch it again before this because, because just so I could go in knowing what I was getting and let it, you know, see if it hit me different the second time. Because uh, there's some great stuff in this movie. Like we're we're saying this being picky, but you know, because we had the sky's the limit for our hopes and dreams for it. But but there's a lot of good like. I mean, I that that, that that hallway fight scene. Yeah. It actually, I mean, when I when you say hallway fight scene, I think <laughs> old boy, the raid. You know, now I'm gonna also think Guardians of the Galaxy three. That that's mm. a, a good fight. Yeah, 
I actually had a, we had a, a, a very positive experience with it. I mean, we all cried. My daughter was crying halfway through the movie um, and, and cried through the pretty much the entire second half. Yeah. But um, we all came out just absolutely loving it. Um, wow. I'm happy and for that's, you. That's I, the... Half the crowd is like that. I, I, it is definitely hitting people. It's hit, it's basically half the people. It is hitting just right, mm-hmm. and half of them are like me and Jordan, just like man, it almost worked. Yeah, we... that's that's the response I'm seeing from way more people that it masterpiece, you know, moving, touching, payoff, victory. Yeah. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Why didn't it yeah. hit me that way? Right. I know some of the stuff just feels like a guardians of the galaxy type joke instead of a, 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 you know, one that fit right. Like the whole thing with the suits, the different colors and all this stuff that is as guardians of the galaxy, a joke as you can get. And it just was clunky as heck to me mm-hmm. that they, like they, you know, it didn't, it didn't work <laughs> and that, that type of stuff like, uh, but the, but the emotional and, and I felt and I feel like the animal stuff is just manipulative. I, I it's so well, see, it's so the, like animal cruelty. OK, you know, you're going to you're going to be upset about that. It's upsetting. OK, I but, saw a lot of I won't say a lot. I saw criticism from people that were coming out of that movie that were just simply like, I hate this. I hate <laughs> the animal cruelty stuff. And and it took me completely out of the movie. Yeah. Um, I've talked I, to a couple people who have said, oh, I can't watch it again. Like, they're such animal lovers. They're just like, Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, I, you know, it's a CGI critter, but that, right. that, it was like, it was dark. It was cruel. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I just didn't, I didn't have that reaction to it. I, I thought, I don't know. I guess I, I somehow felt as I was watching it that, that it was all going to pay off. And, and, you know, it was going to be some, some I, guess I, 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 yeah, I wasn't worried about, I, I didn't go in there thinking, don't do that. Don't manipulate me like this. Da, da, da. I just honestly feel like that there was some of that. And I, I, I didn't, it didn't make me cry really any of that. Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm not, it just didn't work perfectly for me, but I did, you know, I did le- like that we got to see this stuff, you know, that that mm-hmm. his his backstory. I mean, the star of Bradley freaking Cooper, as much as they people said, why even get this guy? You're not going to show him on screen. Why go get this big star? Because he freaking rules <laughs> doing that voice. Oh, yeah. I, I might be griping on this movie a little bit, but it's already got a couple of nominees for next year's Poobah Awards in some of those categories. Like oh, yeah. Voice performance. Oh, my We gosh. already got a front runner, right? Yeah. He so, is yeah, we, so good. We are going to get into a few spoilers if you weren't uh, warned ahead of time. We're going to talk a few specific plot points. But, yeah, th- this shouldn't be a surprise. Like, you see in Guardians 1, he's got these cybernetic enhancements. Like, yeah. you, you, they infer Take, he it was, takes his shirt, it, they hose yeah. him down and he comes out. And but this one shows on it. This one is yeah. explicit about it. And I thought like his story with the four friends, that's straight out of the comic books, that's already tragic. Being experimented on and these innocent creatures and wanting to be free, like that's already tragic. And then they kill them off. Like I don't feel that was necessary. Nope. I would even call it you know, the idea of fridging a character. Yeah. 
Lila, the the girlfriend, yeah, like yeah. they killed her just to make Rocket. It was so escape. obvious they were going to do that, and it was. I agree, it's yeah. unnecessary. And like, so it's. I said it's already tragic. He could have rescued them, and it would still have been a tragic origin. But to kill them off and him be the only survivor, that again, that's just like cruelty. That's just rubbing I your face. Totally. To- that is exactly what how I see it too. I was like, yes, of course, they're all dead. Uh, unnecessary. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know. It, it just. It was. Uh, I. I guess maybe. I. It, it would have worked. It would have worked fine if they were for, somewhere yeah. living and they just don't go on adventures because they're incapable yeah. because of what's happened yeah. to them. But, I think I was so, I had so convinced myself going into it that either Drax or Rocket or somebody was going to get killed off out I of the major believe, characters. I can't believe nobody. And major. When, so I guess, you know, in my head, I'm thinking out loud, but maybe that didn't, you know, when them kept killing off those characters, I was just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, that that's, that's how the story went and and i i was almost relieved that you know they did not kill off any of the guardians so and i didn't realize that was linda cardellini as lila doing the motion capture voice work Mm -hmm. i I didn't know uh hawkeye's wife is also rocket's lady so yeah go figure bobby I don't know. So yeah, I just I didn't hear like I, I went at ten thirty or whatever that showing was on Thursday mm-hmm. night, and there were maybe fifteen people in the crowd. But like, I didn't get big laughs. I didn't get a big cheer at any point. Like I just it, this was supposed to be the movie in this phase. This is the movie everyone's banking on in this phase because everyone's been a little underwhelmed yeah. <laughs> these last few. Right. So this was going to be this it. Was sure. the Marvel payoff. This was the surest thing we had. On the horizon, I, just, I'm, I was wasn't as sure, sure as it, it gets. I don't know. We'll never. Will we ever top the end game and all that stuff? No, I guess not. No, but I I don't know that you have to either. But how, I mean, I did. You know, you kind of get algorithms and locked into when I feel like every time I see a movie, when I the next week on TikTok, all I get are things about that that movie that I just saw, and. And I saw a lot of positive just reactions and people loving it. So I'm a little surprised you guys didn't like it more than you did because we've just been raving about it here for two weeks now at our house. And just, even though, yeah, it was sad. It just, you know, I, I don't know. Happy ending goes a long way in our house. So I, well, honestly, (laughs) I got to tell you that I didn't, I liked, I liked all the late stuff, but the yub nub, crap i did not care for i uh just jumping up and down yub nubbing it up on nowhere did nothing that's, for me i just yeah. it was just silly maybe that's why i loved it yeah well that's what it was i was like i was like i don't know it just seems it felt like you know honestly i feel like it's because it felt like that tv special you know it's like oh they're all there that's where they're at and they're oh look they're jumping up and down everybody mm. and it, you know i don't know I don't know. There was things I I liked. I I mean, can't I really can't wait to watch it again. The thing that got me the most uh, was the stuff with him and Gamora. And like, well, like everybody, like Jordan said, what the the mother, father, 
Mm-hmm. And then, and then, what would you say, like self or something? For yeah, this self one? or the the child. Uh, or... It's kind of like all of them were the child. Like all of them were, who am I? I'm not. Yeah, you know. And we they all get like an answer. I'm I'm like I'm not Drax the Destroyer anymore. I'm uh, Drax the dad, and uh, you know, Gamora is not his girlfriend. She's not necessarily just a weapon she you know she's something different than he remembers her being and you know nebula doesn't have to be what she was pieced together to be she can choose to be who she wants to be uh raccoon rocket's no longer a number he's a raccoon (laughs) what's groot we have anything for a group uh Well, we, we understood Groot. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. I hated that, by the way. It was too much Vin <laughs> Diesel. Uh, of course, he's talking about family. The Yeah, I, I hadn't even thought about Groot that much until we'd come back home and and Carly come out because she was still thinking about the movie. And, and she says, yeah, I get Groot. This is, you know, she she got the whole storyline of, of why apparently he looks different, you know, and he being raised in a family with love and, and that different appearance than the original Groot who was, you know, a loner and, and had a rough life. And I don't know it. it, I enjoyed the, the, the journey of each character. um, Even if it was kind of as a whole through the three or beyond the three, and it is, it, it, it's a, it's a self-discovery for each character. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just hit, it hit right for me. When, when they walk by each other at the, and she says, you know, when she finally realizes, you know, kind of comes around and realizes there, I, you know, it's possible she could see how they were something and says, we, I bet we, or fun or what yeah. i don't remember exactly how she says yeah. it it's like man that just that one really got me like that that Very was long. that's just yeah that that's triggering <laughs> you know i i really like that it just because we have been with these characters a long time and it's like you really people change and even right. regardless of you know yeah she you know basically is a different person but just symbolically they have changed a lot over this time. And just to think they were so, you know, they were a thing at the end of that first movie They're together. Yeah. They have some squabbles in the second, but they're uh, a couple and, and just to not end on a note where they just get back together. That was the right decision. That was mm-hmm. that, that single storyline worked great yeah i thought throughout like they were going too hard making her unlikable because yes this is a different gamora this is not the one we've watched in all these movies but like she's so mean and angry and like bristly and part of me i think was like how are they ever going to get together by the end because that's you're you're conditioned that the two characters are going to fall in love by the end like she's terrible she hates everyone like she's never going to fall in love by the end but like that wasn't what they were doing. So, okay. I, I can, I can. Oh yeah. I do, I like that work for me all through where he, where she just was having to watch the rest of them be a family 
and her just watching that, you know, like, like seeing how they dealt with each other. So by the end, she really, you know, it's leaning that way and has come to understand why they are who they are. So two other characters I haven't mentioned, the main villain, high evolutionary, who he was comic, any comic I ever read with him, I thought was dumb. So I'm, Right, he wasn't right. a character I was looking forward to. I like so that I, actor, I, though. I thought he did a good mm-hmm. job. It was a little bit of scenery chewing. Uh, I like that he hired Mateo from Superstore. As <laughs> number <two. laughs> yeah, that guy was... I was like, that is that guy. Yeah, he, he was... De- he served up his purpose, but I don't know that he was a super you know, memorable villain or anything. And then, what do you think of Adam Warlock? Again, not a character, you know, a character who would show up, you know, in an Infinity mm-hmm. War or whatever. And I knew who he was, but I've never read a ton of comics with him, so I don't have a a great uh, history he's, with him or yeah. knowledge mm-hmm. about him. But I don't think this was. He's him. just a mess. He's a messiah guy. But they, uh, what was? It's it's such a we're not using this character in Infinity War. We don't need him. Let's not complicate things. Yeah. But. But man, what that'll make a great stinger. And now we got to do something with him. So here you got to use him, James Gunn. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to make the metaphor that he's not a fully developed character. He wasn't done cooking and I'm going to throw him in there and make him and show how stupid that looks. And, but I do, I honestly do kind of have a little bit of hope that he's in secret wars or whatever they're going to call it. You know, I could, as another, a character they could throw in there and, and, have something developed for him you, you know because mm-hmm. i you know i i like that guy and i thought he yeah. looked cool you know he did and and i thought it was kind of cool i mean how they did use him he wasn't he wasn't the big villain but yeah. every time he showed up i'd be like oh that damn guy again like he'd come <laughs> flying out of nowhere it's like shit i forgot about him <laughs> yeah yeah because he didn't add you could have taken him completely out of the movie okay it pays yeah. off the, the those golden yeah. people that they betray like it pays off that story and yeah it was the cocoon is there so we got to explain what was in the cocoon but yeah apart right. from that i don't think that he was necessary i said there, there there's a chance he develops into a more full character but this this wasn't it Oh, and our first f bomb in the Marvel Universe. I had people talking about that like a week before. Did you hear they're going to be an f bomb? I was like, what? Well, they build it up too more. much. They build it up too much because it was like whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a funny line, but I yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Well, they always said like they would. What you know, if you were to add an f bomb to a movie, you know, like here's a movie. What where would you put it? I feel like there had to have been a better place to put put it in this movie. Grooches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, also set the record for the most makeup appliances used in a single film. Having hmm. more than 23,000 prosthetics used across more than 1,000 actors. Hmm. So this whole planet of, of evolutionary animal hybrid people, like it was all prosthetics it wasn't it wasn't all cgi yeah so there's was, there was a lot of practical effects going on it it looked a little silly but it was very creative it was very uh james gunn from the mind of james gunn you could tell. yeah huh. and we also got a little more modern music that we like to set moving away from the 70s soft rock into 
Radiohead and Florence and the Machine, yeah. Beastie Boys, Flaming Lips, Faith No More. So not not the uh, AM Gold. <laughs> yeah, we no yacht rock. The I uh, yeah. <laughs> the the. I mean, they did the No Sleep Till Brooklyn and Mario yeah. too, and it was just like, God, that is so overused. I I expect more from James Gunn. Honestly, those first two soundtracks are awesome. This is the worst of the three. I like the little bit of modern stuff. Creep was cool. Mm-hmm. It's a little yeah. on the no- a little on the nose, but it's it was a different version and things. But but No Sleep Till Brooklyn was amateur hour. It it worked totally, but you could do better than that. It's been used. I feel like plenty. You know, wasn't very uh, original. It it was funny as I was watching it and immediately noticed, you know, the 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 difference in the music. And at first, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know, I don't know if I like this as much. But then halfway through the movie, I was totally into it. I'm just like, oh, I remember this song. I remember that song. Like, I remember being that age. So yeah. it, it it worked well enough for me. Yeah. As far as you know, uh, I guess eventually they were going to run out of. 70s gold um <laughs> it's <laughs> all right so the mid credit scene we got the new roster of the guardians rocket groot cosmo warlock Craglin, that little fuzzy ewok guy and little one of the little orphan girls so does this mean anything or nope. is this just, just this is little... just this yeah. <laughs> there may be another guardian someday that rocket runs i could see and it ain't gonna be this lineup but it was this the lineup right now yeah i i could see them more doing going the christmas special route i think um, i could see that going forward than the than the actual like big summer blockbuster yeah so yeah, I don't and if they that. don't, I'm fine with that. You know, yeah, that, that, yeah. I could yeah. see, I could see Guardians coming back for Secret Wars or whatever that's going to be, and mm-hmm. I highly doubt this is the roster. Yeah, I don't see this lineup headlining a, a feature no. film or anything. And then the end credits, we got the the tag: the legendary Star Lord will return. So we got a promise that Peter Quill will be back. Yeah, uh, but it was, doesn't say Peter Quill. It says Star Lord. Yeah, it says Star Lord. Legendary Star Lord will return. So but, the tag yeah. was uh, Peter on Earth, chatting with his grandfather, who I'm sure one of those. There's been a million YouTube videos of like, what Peter Peter should never go back to Earth. Look for his grandpa. I'm sure that was something you know, mm. whole people thought they had talked about. But that's more of a character thing that he wasn't going to go back to earth looking. Yes. For yeah. I did. That worked for me. I liked, I liked mm-hmm. they still had, that guy was still around to still be the grandpa. Yeah. Cause he was in two, right? He was driving the cars and he was in one. No, sure. but he was in two also. Uh, probably. Yeah. I don't remember when, when but. the big, uh, when egos. Big, yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I All I remember from year. two is Kurt Russell. That's all you need to know. <laughs> so yeah, overall, it's it, it did what it needed to do. It capped off these characters. It capped off this story. It was emotional. It was funny. It was exciting. It had a bunch of good sci-fi ness to it. Uh, I don't know what my problem is. It's I think it's a me problem, not a this movie problem. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it. A, a, 
again, and I'm going to try to, you know, slot it in there. But yeah, I, I don't, I, you know, people have been declaring Marvel dead for the last six or eight movies. Like Marvel, it's over, it's done. But uh, I think there's still something in the tank, and this one, this one proved it. Yep, I. Uh, it's still probably the best trilogy, probably yeah. out there for uh, Marvel, for mm-hmm. the Marvel stuff. Wow. I just, I just ahead of Captain America. That's the Professor, I was as I was saying I was thinking out. Hon- honestly, honestly, the Cap trilogy is solid as heck. Like I love First Avenger, Winter Soldier's amazing, Civil War is amazing, and like all three of those are super movies. So I, I would episode, rank. We should do an episode where we debate this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, that above probably the guardians just because of this movie if it wasn't for the failings i saw in this movie it would definitely be up there because like i said i freaking love the first two Hmm. yeah i I love all three they are this is just so far up my alley in what i love in in comic books and superhero movies the oddball weird adventures um that are not your normal mainstream characters at least starting out so uh, it did it completely for me i highly recommend it if anybody hasn't seen it take your kids don't worry about the content wow um, <laughs> that is not kapow approved <laughs> it, it it's it's totally uh it, it rip it, a guy's it, face off be careful he Look. should have said the f word yeah (laughs) that effing hurt (laughs) yeah that's my effing face man oh so yeah we loved it all right good stuff good stuff we like movies glad to have it (laughs) if you agree with us if you disagree with us let us know did we miss anything? Was there some grand, you know, there's some detail that we overlooked that, that, that would click this all into place for us that you saw but nobody else did? Let us know. Uh, till then. Set it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. Let's talk to you later. My name's Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast at gmail.com. 
If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash udamwithkpp for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.